Hey, this week, Mel and I are discussing uh, Zombie, Lucio Fulci's Zombie from 1979 as March of the Zombies Month continues. Uh, we had a really great time talking about that movie. It's a really fun movie and the only movie that you can see where a zombie fights a shark. Actually, I'm not going to say that's the only movie that you can see that in because I didn't look that up. There could possibly be other movies containing zombies fighting sharks. I highly doubt any of those movies, if they do in fact exist, did it as good as Zombie did, though. Um, yeah, we really like this movie. We had a great time talking about it. Hope you enjoy the conversation. Uh, also discussed, let me pull up my notes that I never have in front of me. Uh, Melissa talks about Horror in the High Desert from 2021. She talks about Fresh from 2022, which is what I am about to watch right now because she highly recommended it. Uh, and then I discuss, I'm continuing to uh, knock out the Resident Evil franchise movies as we're doing that one. That's going to be our last episode of March of the Zombies, my guilty pleasure movie. I'm going to get a lot of heat for my opinions about that movie and I am prepared for it. Uh, but I discuss Resident Evil Afterlife 2010, Resident Evil Retribution from 2012, and I talk about George Romero's Land of the Dead from 2005. I believe that's it. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode 86. We got it. We got it. We got it. There's a beetle on your on your. Oh my god! Don't do that. <laughs> I was like, what? There is. It's a brooch. It's a beetle clasping your breast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. I'm your host, Chuck. Meatball is licking the shit out of my hand. That's, <laughs> That's yep. really weird. All right, and then I'm also here, and I'm your horror co-host, Mel. Indeed you are, and this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Melissa and I discuss our favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies chosen based on a monthly theme why are you saying it like that <laughs> i don't know for now just trying to i say it every week and it's getting boring i'm trying well, to make it fun we just started this so yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> uh and that theme for this month is march of the zombies Arg. we have been mar- arg arg is yeah, that I is that know. what zombies say <laughs> i don't know i haven't asked one uh, yes, and we've been marching through some hey. uh, some decent and not so decent uh, zombie movies. And we're gonna keep marching along, huh? We are. We didn't march along very well last. Well, what was it? Two weeks now. Last about? week, well, I released a web. Oh, that's all you. Episode. Yeah. I almost said a webisode. A webisode. <laughs> a webisode. Honestly, whose fault was that? It was all mine. Well, no. really, <laughs> really, it was my <laughs> wife's fault. Uh, she. Uh, Women, you know she uh ruined everything it reminds me of when we first started the show like editing your mm-hmm. voice was a nightmare until you got used to like staying in front of the mic what no stop it okay <laughs> no. no editing you is fine now i don't even do anything it's all yeah because i'm loud and um, i'm proud but amanda's so soft-spoken and she yeah. like wouldn't stay on the mic it took me hours to I edit mean. it <laughs> i liked having her on the show though she was yeah, fun she's fun um yeah, nice. Wish we could get our guests to take notes, but she's a nice anyway, lady. She's a nice lady. <laughs> she's a very nice lady. You know, none of our guests take notes, it seems. I know. Hmm. We, need, we need to start having real guests. Yeah. Meatball? It's kind of Meatball, get on the mic. You take notes? Meatball will probably say more than they will. He said, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> I'm a dog. Remember when he farted? 
<laughs> oh. It was too quiet. I didn't get it. But you could hear all of our reactions because <laughs> yeah. we all. <laughs> anyway, uh, horror movies. Zombie yeah, no, movies. dog farts. Yeah. Dog farts. <laughs> Isn't there a porn production company called Dog Fart? I really don't know. I think there is. Wow. Okay. Thanks for informing us. No about problem. <laughs> Chuck, full of knowledge. Yep. Yep. Um, so let's get into some movies. Yeah. I'll tell you what I watched yeah. and uh, you tell me what you watched and then we talk about things that we watched uh, that's the same. It's going to be great. Will you talk about <laughs> Thank you for explaining the format of the show. Okay. Fine. You're going to talk yeah. about a book also. Yes, I am. Okay. Because now yeah. everyone's fully prepared for what's about to happen. Well, all right. Moving on then. Moving right along. So I read, read, nope. I mean, yes, but we're not there yet. Sorry, my brain's not oh my, working oh all God. of a sudden. <laughs> I took one shot and I don't even know how to function anymore. Yes. I think we're saying the same things every episode at this point now. Okay. I they're think, used to it. I think they know we're stupid and our brains <laughs> don't work. Okay. okay. What is <laughs> Thank going you. On? Sorry, the dog is it's demanding. Right. Yes, attention. the dog is very uh meatball is very attention needy right now. Yes, he gets it from me. All right. Okay, so I watched two movies that I will tell you about them. Please do. I watched the first one was 2021's Horror in the High Desert. Horror in the High Desert. And that was uh I actually watched that on Tubi. Okay. So in July 2017, an experienced outdoor enthusiast vanished. Enthusiast. Vanished in northern Nevada while on an outdoor excursion. After an extensive search, he was never located. On the three-year anniversary of his disappearance, friends and loved ones recall the events leading up to his vanishing. Vanishing. And for the first time, speak about the horrifying conclusion of his fate. So this is a mockumentary, found footage, Mm -hmm. mix-up, mashup. Sounds interesting. It's an interesting premise. I thought it was pretty cool. Um. A lot of people are not going to like it because it's really slow. Uh-huh. This was filmed during the pandemic, so there's only like five people in it, and no two people are filmed together. Oh, really? So, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, also, the main so character... they're just like interviewing people? Yeah, it's like a documentary. Oh. And then like to the end, they show like more of the found... They're showing the found footage oh. in between. Okay. But towards the end, they're showing you what happens I with understand. this person. This sounds cool. It is, yeah. but I do think that you would find it really boring up until the very end. Oh, uh, that's not your wife. My wife is calling. Okay, Hold on. Pause. So... Um, also the main character that is missing loves trains. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of photos <laughs> of him with trains, a video by him of trains at a railroad museum. And he's describing the trains and talking about loving them. Was Mike watching this with you? Uh, he was like on his computer, but I kept like making him look up. Did they he were, get like, sexually aroused? Yes. <laughs> there were parts where it's like his mo- It's like just the filming of his model train set where they're talking like over top of it. And I was okay. just like, yeah. So obviously Michael's favorite movie now. It's, yeah. Can we watch that movie with the trains in it? <laughs> that guy, the really cool guy. Uh, Mario does feel like a little weird because like the guy like has like a lisp and he is kind of on like the spectrum and he's like, why do they always make train like lovers on the spectrum? Like it's cool, it's fine, but like <laughs> yeah, Tra- yeah. Whenever rude. whenever you see like a, it's a stereotype, a, like a model train enthusiast, they're always a little off. Yeah, I mean like, Michael. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, Michael's not off. Get out of here. Have you seen him naked? And I think off is probably. Not have you seen him naked? <laughs> no. Do you know how many nipples he has? No. Is how that, many penis? Does that make somebody off? Maybe. A little out of balance. <laughs> a little out of balance. <laughs> I'm kidding. He only has two nips and two dicks. It's, it's normal. Wait, what? What? <laughs> anyway, moving oh my on. <laughs> surprise. Ooh, it was a surprise for me, too. That'd be overwhelming. <laughs> Which one do you use today? Uh, why not both? Oh, por qué no las dos? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So like most found footage, uh, it's a slower build up to 
like an explosive ending. The uh, major complaint for me, though, is that it is like the 60 of the 80 minutes because it's not a long movie. It's only an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. Is like the build up with interviews between like four or five different people. So I feel like a lot of people will give up on this movie pretty quickly just because you're not getting all the action right away or okay. even like for an hour, which I think is fine. I watch documentaries like so it doesn't bother me. Uh, but when they get to the good stuff, it's suspenseful, good camera angles, creepy noises, suspenseful okay. timing, great atmosphere. The ending is great. Uh, there's effective jump scares, like something like um, was in the shot the whole time, but you didn't realize it. Oh, until I love it that moved. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was like one of those that I was just like, oh my God. I like it when I like effective, like non cheap jump scares. Yes, like that's one, cool. This one was good. This one worked that way. Um, some reviewers on Letterboxd said that the end of this movie was so terrifying that they couldn't watch it, had to cover their eyes. So there's that. I don't agree with that. Right. But I guess for people who aren't like crazy into horror like us, yeah, like that ending like got them. Okay. Which makes sense. That one jump scare, not even like a jump scare, like I said, where it's like a thing moves that's been in the shot the whole time. Uh-huh. I was just like, Yeah literally like was like oh my god oh, you and were, i don't do that you went, oh my i god. don't like make noises went, oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> uh so is it worth watching the entire movie to get there i say for most people probably not they're not gonna really be into it they're gonna give up pretty quickly but if you have patience and dig documentary id channel interviews i say go for it i might check it out yeah it's pretty good uh if you love trains bring tissues and lotion <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> All right. Yeah. Horror on the high desert. Horror on the high desert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> choo choo. Choo choo, motherfucker. <laughs> and then the second movie I watched is a brand new movie 2022's Fresh. Fresh. I've Fresh. heard of this. Yeah. Uh, yes, because they keep like uh, advertising it and it has Sebastian Stand in it. So. Yes. Uh, the horrors of modern dating seem seen through one young woman's defiant battle to survive her new boyfriend's unusual appetite. Great cinematography and lighting and acting. This is all around a wonderful movie. Uh, Sebastian Stan, like, yum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is, does have some, like, elements of the He's horror dreamy. of dating. And f- this was actually a movie on Hulu. So yeah, I was going to say, I was where did like, you watch this? I've it's, been, it's on Hulu. I've been it's waiting for this movie. So I'm actually, like, shocked because, like, last the last episode had, like, um, no exit or whatever. And then this. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Hulu's turning over a new leaf. Yeah, horror is great. I spoke too soon because I'll let you guys know on next episode, I watched another new Hulu movie that was just atrocious. Okay. So we'll get to that. But for Fresh... It's great. Um, there is a well-performed, satisfactory cannibalism horror movie, which I guess is, I wouldn't say it's a spoiler. It is what it's, you know, it says his unusual appetite. Yeah, it's a horror movie. It's rated R and unusual appetite. Yeah. Yes. We're all thinking people. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, sorry. I don't know why that's funny. Melissa's okay. reading her own notes and laughing before she <laughs> They're not even talking. funny. I'm like, why did I write this? <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways, this is definitely worth the watch. It puts 2022 in the right direction as far as horror releases go because a lot of the other stuff has been shit. Oh, 2022 is not been Yeah, great. so this is like... Okay something good positive it's a beautiful crazy unique sick horror comedy the story is intriguing and captivating it has some really disturbing scenes and a stress-inducing ambiance that keeps you on the edge of your seat ambiance ambiance this movie is fucked up i'm going to be honest <laughs> like sebi is acting his pants off there's some funny Did you call sebi, him sebi? Yeah. <laughs> there's some funny creative shots that i really enjoyed here the performance all around is spectacular the movie is a little under two hours, but doesn't even feel that long at all. Wow. That's not like you to yeah. say. It is so refreshing oh, to refreshing. see that Hulu has stepped up its horror game with this one. Unfortunately, yeah. some other ones. But okay. I don't know. So anyways, Fresh, I think, is a lot of fun. And it is really funny. 
the comedy hits the horror hits yeah there's some scenes where you're like holy shit i can't believe that just fucking happened okay and the ending doesn't leave you disappointed you're satisfied all around so i highly recommend this one gotcha anyways that's what i watched word tell me about yourself well speaking of new movies i'm gonna try to watch have you have you heard of x um dude it's, it's getting, only in theaters yeah i know it's getting rave reviews i was I'm just gonna, telling michael yesterday to... we were like getting dinner or lunch or whatever and i was like i really want to see this I it has it kid too. cuddy in it like we have to go see this so we might go to the theater sometime this week yeah i'm gonna try the we should try to go together i'm gonna try maybe like wednesday we can go i can get rid of the kids and uh we can go see it i am i'm free wednesdays yeah, yeah. let's try it okay anyway uh i watched i watched oh excuse me some movies sorry pat i burped <laughs> he um, did, I couldn't hear it. He couldn't hear it. Okay, I burped again. <gasps> Disgusting. Um, I'm so burpy. Um, it's because you only drink and don't eat. I know you guys uh, are probably been dying to hear the rest of my Resident Evil franchise mm, reviews. Tell me you qu- gave up. <laughs> no, I didn't give up at all. <laughs> I will say the next thing you're doing, I do like the opening scene. The opening scene. Where it's like in the street. Oh, shh. These are my reviews, not yours. And the girl with the nice leggings or mm, the tights, that's, the striped uh, ones. That's retribution. Is that the next one? No, the next one's Afterlife. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. I, I'm, right. I'm trucking through these. You know what? I'm I'm really enjoying. You're uh, chucking through it. Tr- chucking <laughs> through it. Trucking through it. I'm chucking through it. Yeah, I like uh, that. I yeah. like that too. And all that jizz. Ooh. Um, <laughs> bling, bling, bling. <laughs> Stop. Uh, but I'm 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 also watching the entire Leprechaun franchise. All right. Because of St. Patrick's Day, I put it on. And I watched the first one and I was like, you know what? I haven't watched some of these in so long and I haven't even seen a handful of them. So uh, I'm really enjoying watching franchises. Oh. It's like you don't have to pick your movie for the it's next time. It's too much night. work it's, for me. It's just like, uh, I, I know what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. After and, I watch two, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And the whole reason we like theme the months is because yeah. I can never decide what to pick and what movie to watch. And I, but I, here you are. That's yeah. a real problem with me. It's like I never know what to watch and I'll spend like an hour like looking for something. But with the franchises, they're just like, oh, I'm watching the next movie. You pick like one franchise and you got, you know, 10 movie nights. Um, so anyway, I am going through the Resident Evil franchise. Um, Choices. Yeah. Of all of the great, wonderful zombie movies I could be watching, mm. <laughs> I'm watching these movies. Um, and I'm not going to spend too much time on these two because they're not very good. Well, that's not true. Anyway, uh, Resident Evil Afterlife 2010 is first. Uh, this picks up right where Extinction left off. Yes. And if you remember, I didn't fully enjoy Extinction. I thought it took itself too seriously. Uh, and it was a little slow. It was poorly paced and just a better quality movie. But that's not really what you want out of this franchise. You okay. want the silly. You want the over-the-top action. And mm-hmm. for the most part, Afterlife delivers that. Uh, so it picks up right where the last one left off. Uh, while still out to destroy the evil Umbrella Corporation, Alice joins a group of survivors living in a prison surrounded by the infected who also want to relocate to the mysterious but supposedly unharmed safe haven known as Arcadia. Which For the they- record, what? this is the one I was talking about. The opening has a scene with the chick in the crosswalk with the, all the umbrellas and she's wearing those striped tights and then she attacks somebody. Okay. Yeah. I was right. Well, to be honest with you, I watched these two movies like not this past week, but the uh, week before. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm pr- I'm probably running them together. That's all right. Um, so I thought this one was kind of middle of the road. So I had mm-hmm. the only one I haven't seen yet is um the final chapter. 
Um, Are you gonna rewatch the one that you, the new one that you watched? No, God okay. no. I'm Fuck just checking. No. Just checking. That's the worst film in this entire. I mean, does that even belong to like this? Mm, I don't know. Franchise? And then there's like a series coming out too. Yeah, I'm gonna check out the series. It's on Netflix, right? It's probably gonna be terrible. Yeah. I can't see it being we'll very see. good. Anyways, um, please tell me more about this. This is like the middle of the franchise. I think. Like I said, I haven't seen the final chapter yet, but I can't imagine that it's any better than mm. Retribution. Retribution, uh, spoiler, it, uh, I'm going to talk about it next, uh, is terrible. Mm-hmm. And one and two are the best. And then you have this one. And then you have Extinction. And then you have Retribution. Mm-hmm. And then I'm assuming final chapter. I hope to God final chapter is better than Retribution. Mm. But as far as I can tell, this is the exact middle. This one's kind of fun. Not that great. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'll get into it. Um, Did you watch it in 3D though? No, no. I was going <laughs> to mention that. The 3D gags in this, like in the trailer, it's like featuring state of the art 3D technology. Oh, like, man. get the fuck out of here. Um, and some of the gags that they do. I don't know if I've said it on this show before, but like, stop with the 3D, please. Yeah, it's not when, necessary. When you watch a movie that is in 3D, but you're not watching it in 3D, it makes all of the 3D gags like horrible and forced and stupid. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like naturally organically put in 3D gags into a movie without it feeling like like oh look it's 3D. Yeah, yeah. Look at our movie the 3D. Look at that thing coming out at your face. Look at the snow <laughs> falling. Yeah. It's in 3D. Yeah, it's like have if you haven't noticed yet our movies in 3D. And when it's not, when you're watching it not in 3D, it's horrible. It's stupid. Yeah. And same with this movie. Um, the 3D stuff is just like, okay, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> um, so, like I said, it's definitely more fun than Extinction, uh, but it, uh, it's, it lacks the charm of the first two. I find the first two so entertaining and so dumb and so fun. Uh, and this one has a little bit of that, but not enough. Um, so... One of the things it has going for it is you mentioned when we were talking about the Resident Evil movies is that they really get away from the zombies. Yeah, and that's they really my do. biggest complaint. Extinction kind of starts getting away from the zombies. Retribution is like mm-hmm. not about the zombies yeah. at all. This one actually, for the second act at least, gets back to the zombies mm-hmm. because they're trapped in a prison yeah, that's I know surrounded exactly by about, zombies yeah. and they're getting in and it feels more like a you know typical zombie movie. Um, so the opening, if you don't, want to watch this movie because it's not great <laughs> watch the first i think it's like 15 minutes is amazing <laughs> it is it's it's not amazing quality wise it's really cheesy mm-hmm. it's really bad but it is so much fun and art because mila jovovich at the end of extinction finds all of her clones she finds that whole like giant warehouse full of like all of her clones and she activates all of them. And in the beginning of this movie, her and an army of Alice's, an army of Mila Jovovich's, attacks this like umbrella compound and like destroys it. And it's some of the cheesiest, stupid action movie shit you'll ever see. But it is wildly entertaining. And at certain points, like hilarious. Because all of these clones are just like sacrificing themselves to like take down this corporation. Um, so yeah, if you don't ever watch this movie, that's fine, but go on YouTube and like watch the beginning or something. Yeah. It is so fucking great. I loved it so much. <laughs> and all of them like they have this, she has like a kind of a new look. She has like her hair sleeked back yeah, and like yeah. a ponytail and like she's just kicking ass. Like 
a hundred of her are just kicking so much ass and it's so great um uh but yeah then uh then it kind of falls off a cliff a little bit the pacing isn't great in this and she goes looking for um the survivors that went to arcadia and so she goes up to alaska because in extinction they went to alaska or they were going to go to alaska and she finds um uh what's her name i have it written down i hope so because i can't fill that in for you uh <laughs> an <laughs> army I, I wrote an army of mila jovovich's aka jova bitches <laughs> <laughs> nice beautiful oh what's her name she the main chick from um uh the 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 words Allie lauder yeah claire redfield mm-hmm. she goes and she finds her and she's under like mind control uh so she saves her and they go back and they track the Arcadia signal back to L.A., where this movie takes place. And they have this harrowing land. Uh, the only place to land is on top of this prison. And then we meet uh, uh, another cast of characters that are kind of stuck in this prison. Mm-hmm. This is kind of where the movie, the second act of this movie is kind of boring. Although the zombie aspect is there and that's kind of fun. It does kind of like yeah. just come to a screeching halt. You have this amazing action-packed beginning and then it just kind of stops. Um but I did, one of the things I liked about this movie is I liked all the characters. I thought they were funny. They were trying to do like typical like Los Angeles type characters. So we have uh, a super famous all-star NBA player. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an aspiring actress. Uh, we have an asshole, like complete asshole, like big time producer <laughs> and his intern who still thinks he has to be this guy's intern, um, which is really funny. And then we have this uh, mysterious prison inmate who claims he's not an inmate. He says, like, I'm a soldier, uh-huh. and I got trapped down here. Is it Chris Redfield? Yeah. <laughs> and it ends up being Chris Redfield, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> which, how convenient. Right. It's just so course, dumb. Wow. It's so stupid. But uh, they eventually let him out, and they realize who he is. Um, oh, and Valentine shows up at the end, uh-huh. and she's still doing her whole uh, angry, mm-hmm. angry sexy, sex, yeah. sex thing. She's still looking at everybody through her eyebrows, and like, oh, yeah, oh, chill. my God, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it kind of picks up in the last act and, uh, Wesker shows up and there's monsters and such and, uh, Uh, yeah, it's not terrible, but like I said, it's middle of the road. I don't really recommend it. (laughs) I, eh. I recommend it more than extinction. I think it's better than extinction. It's, it's at least not taking itself seriously and it's being fun and dumb, Mm -hmm. but not enough. Mm, I'm not, I take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> this, honestly, I'm going to say it, there's really no reason to watch these movies past two. Yeah, but look at you. One and two are great. And these stuff. Doing it for all of us. <laughs> I'm taking, taking it for the team. <laughs> uh, and then we have Resident Evil Retribution, which I'm not going to spend very much time on at all because it is fucking terrible. Alice fights alongside a resistance movement to regain her freedom from an Umbrella Corporation testing facility. Um, yeah, that's not really a great synopsis. Alice's powers <laughs> are taken away by Wesker, a uh, big bad guy, and she's mm-hmm. taken to an umbrella facility, which is located deep under the ice in like Siberia and like Russia. Ooh, cold. Um, <laughs> and they're running all of these simulations with clone. They've successfully learned how to clone, and they're cloning Alice like left and right, but they're also mm-hmm. cloning a whole bunch of other people. And they're trying to do some bullshit like. I didn't give a rat's ass. It didn't make sense whatsoever. They're trying to make a weapon 
yeah. that they can sell to other countries that are going to help with the zombie war. Sounds like a go- the government. But the umbrella, like umbrella corporation, doesn't make sense at this point. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a zombie at this point. Like, what are you even doing? Why are you? Right. Why are you still trying? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. But there's a whole bunch of clones, and they're putting all these simulations together, and it's like, which one's the real Alice? And then we finally come across the real Alice, mm-hmm. and it's it's oh my god it's eye-rollingly bad um they very ham-fistedly bring back all of the characters from the first movie and uh they bring back a bunch of well they bring back a whole bunch of characters that have been you know with us through the whole franchise they bring back michelle rodriguez Mm -hmm. they do her character real dirty um she ends up getting killed but they bring them back as clones and they've imprinted them with different memories yeah uh, to run these different simulations. So Michelle Rodriguez, instead of being this badass, she's like this like suburban housewife, oh. like anti-gun, like liberal, like uh, which is fine. But like, why did you do that to like yeah. our favorite character? Yeah. She was a badass in the first movie. Um, it's just really dumb. Uh, Carlos comes back from the second and third movies. Um, you know, the love interest mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Uh, Alice that never really goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. Alice now has a clone daughter uh, who, you know, it's just a clone with a memory that Alice is her mother imprinted on her, but it was like a different clone Alice. Who who Uh, fucking cares? I'm done. This movie is so fucking bad. There's so many plot holes. It's just nonsense stuff in this movie. Um, Alice has lost, she loses her powers in the beginning, but she still has her powers. Mm -hmm. Like through the movie, she is still, she like destroys like a group of like a hundred zombies. Like, I thought her powers were gone. It doesn't, right. it makes zero sense. The entire movie uh, culminates to her and Wesker joining forces at the end at the White House. Because mm-hmm. Wesker is now like helping her because humanity's doomed and right. Umbrella is like not. And now he cares? <laughs> well, now he, he cares because there's no people, there's no money, there's no nothing. So yeah. he's like, like, I'd rather help like take out the zombies than like work for Umbrella anymore. And uh, the movie ends at the White House with the survivors mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Wesker in the White House and the White House is like half destroyed and it like pans out. It's like this is so cheesy, but there's like a gigantic like million zombie army yeah. like descending on the White House and there's like these monsters flying around and there's big giant monsters in the crowd. It was pretty cool, but it's like, it's so corny. It's, it, it, it was bad. This movie's bad. It was poorly paced. It wasn't fun corny. It was straight up cringe corny. Terrible writing. Half-assed attempts. But hey, that outfit looks good. Oh, yes. Uh, Mila Jovovich looks better than ever in this movie. Yeah, that outfit is very Celine Underworld. Yeah. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Definitely. (laughs) So, yeah. It just... Yeah. Don't don't watch... Don't watch Resident Evil Retribution. (laughs) Watch the first part of Afterlife and then be done with the franchise fair skip extinction well no you better keep going uh well no i'm gonna watch the last one for we're doing resident evil next next week we are we are we are, we are. you're excited i'm so <laughs> excited you love resident evil <laughs> anyway uh, i got one more movie i watched a zombie movie a good zombie movie actually did you i watched land of the dead george george mm-hmm. a romero's land of the dead from 2005 oh yeah the living dead have taken over the world and the last humans live in a walled city. I didn't really mention that they were the last humans in the world. 
okay <laughs> live in a walled but city you know. to protect themselves as they come to grips with the situation what oh my god that is the worst synopsis ever that is not at all what this Who movie wrote is. this oh yeah all right i have a better synopsis all the rich people with lots of money all of the you know um rich white dudes mm-hmm. live in this uh this giant building mm-hmm. um and it's not just rich white dudes. It's just so all the rich people. If you have a bunch of, if you had a bunch of money, you can buy your way into this big tower. Uh, it's like heavily guarded, heavily fortified. It's very, mm-hmm. very safe. Um, but you have to have a lot of money, and it's run. The whole town is run. Oh, the the town is um, surrounded by a river, so it's like isolated. The zombies can't get to it, and you know, you need a lot of money to live there, and it's uh, you know cool place whatever <laughs> um and the whole town is run by this super rich asshole dude played by dennis hopper oh yeah he is a wonderful bad guy mm-hmm. um and he's just like this huge asshole he has like and they're 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 doing the whole like um i was gonna mention this later but they're they're, they're there's this whole commentary in this movie about like capitalism and consumerism and like you know rich white powerful guy rich powerful white guys like running everything mm-hmm. and there's talking you know there's this whole commentary about that um but yeah john and then uh john leguizamo is in, john, yeah john leguizamo is great in this movie and simon baker are runners going out into the world and they get supplies and they bring mm-hmm. it back and they sell it and that's kind of their job and how they make money it's a very dangerous job obviously um and john leguizamo is this hot-headed asshole who's trying to buy his way into the building um, right. Simon Baker is like our noble hero. He's just trying to make enough money so he can leave. Mm-hmm. So he can like go. He wants to go up north. He has his dream of um, him and his friend, his uh, super loyal, intellectually disabled sharpshooter friend. <laughs> I don't even know if he's intellectually disabled. Like he, I I think that's what they were going for. He seemed like mostly normal, just mm-hmm. maybe not educated. I don't know what they were going for with him. Or maybe he's he was in a fire and his face is all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Maybe he like he got some like brain damage in a fire. I don't know what they were doing with this character. <laughs> but anyway. Um so Leguizamo ends up getting screwed over by Dennis Hopper. Surprise, surprise. He goes to buy his way in and mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper's like, Well, there's a waiting list, he can't get in. Leguizamo flips shit, steals this gigantic impenetrable fortress of a mm-hmm. truck that's full mm-hmm. of missiles and like state-of-the-art weapons and he points the truck at the tower and he's like let me in or i'm going to blow everything up <laughs> and that makes dennis hopper mad and he hires simon baker to go get the truck and mm-hmm. to stop john Luzamo. all the while all this bickering and all this like blah blah blah, blah the zombies nobody's paying attention to zombies of course they're getting smarter they're picking up guns Uh you have these Uh scenes with the zombies where they're learning but nobody's paying attention to it and uh it all culminates into this yeah those are like my favorite little bits of this movie have you seen this before yeah i love it's that one main zombie yeah big daddy the big black Uh, big black uh gas whatever yeah yeah Yeah, he has the thing that says big daddy yeah he's great (laughs) um so anyway uh that there's all the synopsis um yeah big daddy is leading them <laughs> leading the zombies and like kind of trying to teach them like yeah i've only seen bits and pieces of this movie over the years i never paid attention to it um like two or three years ago amanda had it on i remember sitting down and watching mm-hmm. it for like f- five minutes 
But I only like I always thought that this was just like a run of the mill, like you don't need to watch it horror like a zombie movie. Like I didn't think it was anything. And I feel like I don't hear about this movie very much at yeah, all. No one I talks agree. about it. I agree. And I, I was kind of under the impression that it wasn't wasn't good. I always thought it was enjoyable, yeah. Oh, are you this movie, if that's the prevailing impression of this movie, then this movie is criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. This movie is fantastic. I loved it. It's it's it, the pacing is amazing. Um, it's gory. It's hilarious at times. Mm-hmm. Great effects. I well, I haven't seen it in years, but um, I know it. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's filled with awesome kills, great effects, like I said, lots of action. Uh, a wonderfully entertaining cast of characters. John Leguizamo and Dennis Hopper are mm-hmm. so entertaining in this movie. Um, they really like kind of steal the movie. I wanted more. I wanted even more than we got uh, with them. Leguizamo is like such an asshole, badass in this movie. So great. Um, yeah, it's it's fast paced. It's a kick ass good time of a movie. <laughs> I wrote down. Wow. Um, there's some super creative stuff in it. Uh, there's a there's 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 one scene which is like my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so great. This headless corpse of a my zombie favorite, yeah. is <laughs> is like shambling up to the car and they're all confused and they look at it and it like lurches its torso forward and like its head is attached just by like strings of flesh mm. and it like launches its head onto this dude's arm to bite him. <laughs> that was one of the best things I've ever seen in a, in a zombie movie. I thought it was super creative. Um, they use fireworks to distract the zombies, mm-hmm. which I had never seen before. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's A really cool idea. Um, I already talked about the commentary on Cap. I also think there might be some commentary on global warming mm-hmm. because the whole thing with this movie is like everybody's focused on money and getting money and getting out of here and they're all focused on all these problems that they have within themselves and they're not paying attention to the zombies that are like marching on their city that have gotten smarter and more mm-hmm. deadly mm-hmm. and they're using guns and now they're swimming much like a lot of people say about like global warming it's like we're focusing on the wrong problems we're focusing on all these distractions all these political parties and yeah. nonsense and all these not that social issues are nonsense but and they need to be addressed but like we should all stop and like focus on global warming because we're destroying you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so i think that might have been kind of what he's saying or well i don't know 2005 did people really yeah that's when it all started i guess so yeah it feels so long ago uh, um what's his name really was the first one well maybe not the first one but one mm-hmm. of the most prominent ones was al gore started oh that was, yes that yes was, yeah, yeah yeah oh al gore yeah oh al gore <laughs> um Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I yeah, don't know. Maybe, but maybe it, not. It, it seems felt, like there's some interesting. It like, felt like that. Yeah. And this is the type of movie that George Romero is going to do that with. Mm-hmm. Um, he liked his social commentary. Um, but anyway, yeah, I had a blast with this movie. I loved it so much. Like, it's going, like, way up on my favorite zombie movie list. Like, it's getting bumped up. I thought it was fantastic. Great. And I am done. Oh, okay. That is all. Wow. Goodbye. Show's over. All right. Pack it up. I'm leaving. Get out. Okay. Don't you live here? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You don't like living here? You <laughs> I have your own bar. here. Yeah. But people keep showing up. People like me? Yes. <laughs> precisely. Pre- precisely. <laughs> people don't use the word precisely enough. Precisely. Precisely. All right. Uh, you know what time it is. What, no, no. What time is it? Time for the book oh. club. What's that? Wait, that's that's Twilight. So. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
what are, <laughs> what are you doing? I'll start in theme music for the Boo Club. That sounded like the original Star Trek theme song. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, nationwide is on your side. <laughs> what is happening? Melissa is exciting, falling, the dog. A, falling apart in front of us. Me, me we're literally like part of my limbs were just falling yes, off. Yes, they're all over the place. Pick them up. Anyways. Meepo, what are you doing? Meepo, come here. Come here. He gave me the side eye and ignored me. Yeah. Okay, well. He loves me Come more. in. Welcome to my book club. He thought I was going to do something fun there. That was pretty fun. Your failed attempt at a theme song. Okay, well. And then you just quoted an insurance jingle for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> I was just trying to find That's a song. It's on know? par weird for right. the intro to this segment. Well, I read... 2007's The Darkest Evening of the Year. The Darkest Evening of the Year. Mm-hmm, by okay. Dean Kuntz. Okay. Kuntz, 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 Kuntz. Kuntz. Not Kuntz. Kuntz, Kuntz. no. Uh, and he's a very popular writer. For yes. people who don't know, he did the Odd Thomas books and all kinds of stuff. Odd Thomas is a great movie. <gasps> Meepo. I mean, my font's so big. With the... Uh, oh, it's great. Anton Yeltsin. Stop. <laughs> I'm going to cry. So sad. One, the movie made me cry. It was sad. It was sad. It was such a... It had so yeah. much heart. And then and watching it, was such it a great like movie. again, now that Anton's... Uh, I, I cry even more. Yeah. I'm a big baby. Yeah, that movie was great. Who else was in that movie? Was Imogen Poots in that movie too? Uh, no, I thought she was in the... She was in Fright, Fright Night, Night with yeah. him, yeah. And then the... Uh, wasn't she in like Green Room? Yeah, she, she was in Green Room mullet. with him. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought she was in Odd Thomas too. I guess not. No, I think it's someone else. Anyways, moving on. Recommend Odd Thomas. Great, oh, great yeah. PG thirteen fun movie. Bring your tissues. Yeah, bring your tissues. I cried. That's all I know. Anyway, yeah, the ending is really sad. <laughs> yes, it is. The darkest evening of the year. With each of his number one New York Times, this is the synopsis that I didn't write, so it's really long and also has to do with other things. So let's just read it. With each of his number one New York Times bestsellers, Dean Koontz has displayed an unparalleled ability to entertain and enlighten readers with novels that capture the essence of our times, even as they bring us to the edge of our seats. Now he delivers a heart-gripping tour de force. Ooh, tour de force. Tour de force. He's been waiting years to write. At once a love story, a thrilling adventure, and a masterwork of suspense that redefines the boundaries of primal fear and of enduring devotion this is great i don't know who wrote this but thanks yeah (laughs) amy redwing has dedicated her life to the southern california organization she founded to rescue abandoned and endangered golden retrievers sorry Uh, among dog lovers she's a legend for the risk she'll take to save an animal from abuse among her friends amy's heedless devotion is often cause for concern to widower brian mccarthy whose commitment she can't allow herself to return he's a widower Amy's behavior is far more puzzling and hides a shattering secret. I don't know about all that. No one is surprised <laughs> when Amy... I don't know who wrote this. Amy risks Wait, her you life. were just like praising the person who wrote it. But now I- I'm like confused because that doesn't seem right. Okay, anyways. When Amy risks her life to save Nikki... Nikki's a dog, guys. Nor when she takes a female golden into her home. The bond between Amy and Nikki is immediate and uncanny. Even her two other goldens, Fred and Ethel beautiful names recognize nikki as a special a natural alpha but the instant joy nikki brings is shadowed by a series of eerie incidents an omnious stranger a mysterious home invasion and the unmistakable sense that someone is watching amy's every move and that whoever it is he's not alone someone has come back to turn amy into the desperate hunted creature she always been there to save Hmm. but now there's no one to save Amy and those she loves from its breathtaking opening scene to its shocking climax the darkest evening of the year is Dean Coots at its finest a transcendent thriller starting to have readers turning pages until dawn Whew, that was a lot <laughs> so long so this is like uh, more of a thriller book with horror elements there's some 
some crazy shit that happens in here. Okay. Um, there's a deranged woman in this book doing some fucked up things, burning people alive. Oh, that's fun. And pretty much torture abusing her disabled chi- child, which is messed up. And she won't stop at anything to get her way. Uh, it's pretty disturbing. That's awful. Um, you also have some hired hitman type characters that add like humor to it because they're like a fucking mess, but yeah. they're still like murdering people left and right. So okay. you're getting all kinds of aspects in here. Then on the end, other end of this, I may or may not have ugly cried. Okay, I did. <laughs> because Mr. Koontz is a golden retriever dad. Like uh-huh. he talks about them his goldens that he has and had in his about me and his website and he even wrote some non-scary horror like non-horror books about his dogs i don't know if you mentioned this but melissa has a meatball as a golden retriever yes okay um well so he knows exactly how magical and wonderful goldens are they and are he describes dogs. them perfectly in this novel like no animals are killed in this book not for want of trying because like this crazy bitch is like yeah we gotta kill this dog blah blah but no so thank goodness there's that. Um, there are some descriptions of the abuse that some of the rescued uh, dogs have gone uh, through. And what went about a dog growing old and dying from cancer. So yes, bring tissues <laughs> because ugh, it made me cry. But man, the horror elements in this is great. The um, heartfelt stuff in this is great, even though that's like not my thing. I give it a pass because goldens yeah obviously um so not only does this book keep you on the edge of your seat it also talks at your heart heartstrings the ending is a bit cheesy but i really love it and it's from 2007 so i'm gonna give a little spoiler it gives your it gives your heartstrings tug jobs yes (laughs) a double handy tug job Ooh, on your heartstrings Mm -hmm. that sounds hot so hot and so like slight spoiler there's like some elements of like maybe like angels and stuff and you know evil like fighting good yeah okay. and it really uh adds to the element of this book that i really enjoyed okay. so um cool. the darkest evening of the year dean Koontz. dean Koontz. Koontz. positive Koontz. review positive review thank you for coming to my book club you're welcome okay well i was talking to meatball oh all right who i'm petting while reading this you weren't talking to our listeners because <laughs> puppies no, are you I'm gonna start crying now <laughs> what would you do I, I don't know. I'd be uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. I'm so awful when people start crying. I'm just like, pat on yeah, the shoulder. Now, I'd be, now. Here, I'd be here. like, uh, uh, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melissa needs to work some things out. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I'd say. <laughs> like, all right. All right. Moving on. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, the, the ghost of Melissa present is going to drop some links. And then we're going to get into zombie. Zombie. Uchiha Fulci zombie. zombie. Don't ever do that again. Hey, freaks. First and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you, too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. All right, this is a trailer for Zombie Flesh Eaters. Or just Zombie. Stop it. You you made me say Zombie. Or Zombie 2. Or Zombie 2. It has many names. Love that theme music. Is there a voiceover though? Uh, I don't think so. Wow. It's just the theme music. Why are we doing this? Well, good. 
Love the theme music. Oh, me too. The score is like top notch. Guys, what's happening? I don't know. This sounds like the ending. Ow! Somebody got bit. On the butt. Bing, boom, bang. Shish, boom, bow. Did I hear a cat? Stop. No, on, 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 <laughs> on like, the trailer. I don't see any. Or maybe it was one of your cats. I thought I heard a meow. <laughs> ah! it, was just, it was just Sideshow Mike. Just, just Mike. Sideshow Mike getting catty in there. Yes. Sorry, I won't do that anymore. <laughs> yes, you will. Don't, don't make promises you can't keep. Ooh, hear those drums? Yeah, I don't, okay. I'm not sure what's going on now. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm right. grooving. Don't turn it off. That was a fun trailer. <laughs> I'm glad they just played the theme music because I wanted to talk about the theme music and how, and how good it was. And nothing else. Yeah, that's it. All right. Why don't you um, munch our brains out with that synopsis? Munch our brains out? I don't know. You don't have much to to offer, huh? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm very stupid. You don't have to point it out. People know. You're right. <laughs> stupid and ugly. What do you expect? Stupid and ugly. And fat. Don't no, forget fat. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Why? You say it all the time. And old. Bad hair. <laughs> what about my hair? Could use a haircut. Yeah, I know. It's bad. <laughs> Can you even see me out of the one, uh, the one eye? Huh? Can you hair flip? <laughs> <laughs> my comical romance is in town. Yep. <laughs> the Mike, yeah, let's go see my cam after this. You couldn't afford it. I cannot, what, did you say I couldn't afford it? Couldn't afford it. Like, yeah. a, like a Scotsman? <laughs> I couldn't afford it. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Zombie. Zombie. Strangers searching for a young woman's missing father arrive at a tropical island where a doctor desperately seeks the cause and cure of a recent epidemic of the undead. I feel like there's a lot of 70s movies that, the the especially like 70s cannibal movies mm-hmm. and yes. movies like this, yes. that they're they're traveling across the globe to some tropical place mm-hmm. in, in order to find a missing person. That's yeah. That's so many movies. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna stay right here. Um. All right. Initial thoughts. Who goes first? Me? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Mine's pretty short. I'll go first. My initial thoughts. It's cool because I'll just say whatever you say. Okay. Uh, this is a great movie. I yes. love this movie. Um, it is not without its problems. I have one pretty big problem with it but it's i guess it's not a big problem it's just anyway uh it's very gory the makeup is great the zombies are fun the kick-ass score i love the score of this movie so much i think it's great uh fun tropical setting Mm -hmm. um which is unusual for a zombie movie which it shouldn't be because um the original origin of zombies Mm -hmm. is from voodoo yes and like it it came came from like haiti so it's definitely nice that they're like yeah, Fulci's I think, like, let's do I that. think that's what Fulci was going for. He's like, well, Romero did all this yeah. stuff with zombies, but really they're voodoo and they're and from And there's here. a lot of like old, like I can't think of off the top of my head, but there's a lot of old horror films that are like that. They stick with the voodoo element and yeah. stuff like that. So it does give me like those old school vibes. But like pre... Oh yeah, before uh, like... Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, But yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, The only other movie that I can think of other than those, I don't know any of those old movies that do that. I'm sure you know more mm-hmm. about those than I do. Uh, the only other movie that I can remember remember off the top of my head uh, was Serpent in the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Serpent in the Rainbow is also another criminally underrated movie. That movie is great. 
Um, but it does the whole, it goes, it goes yeah, really yeah. into the original like idea of voodoo and what made the zombies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a Wes Craven movie too. It's really great. I recommend it. Um, but my problem that I have with this movie is that the first act is boring. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. The first like 20 minutes, half hour of this movie. Ugh. I mean, there's that cool scene on the boat where they f- initially find the boat where the zombie, the yeah, I will say that's uh, my problem too is there's too much time zombie. goes between yeah. the first zombie and then the second yeah, zombie. It's yeah, way too long and they're like, we see them traveling and like talking and finding the boat and being on the boat mm-hmm. and like, ugh. that's the only problem I have with it. Once it gets to the second act and it starts picking up, I'd say like once we see the zombie fight the shark. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, that's where it picks up what? and it starts getting really great. So Zombie shark fight? No. That's all. Those are my initial thoughts. Your turn. Oh, well, you know what? Because like um, White Zombie, the original White yeah, Zombie yeah. movie kind of does the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. So stuff. that's what I was thinking. But um, I agree. I think this movie is a shit ton of fun. I love like so many things about this movie all around. Score, the makeup, yes. just the the blood that we're getting here there's um, a lot of blood yeah this which gets, is great this gets really gory uh, so overall it's a really enjoyable zombie movie and it's definitely one i think that should be watched but i will agree that there is a lot of downtime in yeah. between we get the first zombie and it's then it's just the beginning really the second so that's the only negative aspect i really have of this movie otherwise lo- loads of fun um yeah, yeah. zombie Zom- <laughs> <laughs> zombie yeah, this is a this is a must watch zombie. Movie. I agree. If like, you watch zombie it, yeah. movies, you gotta if watch it. If you're into it. zombie movies, you should have seen this. Also, if you like Fulci, like this is probably his oh, yeah. most this popular prime like Fulci, yeah movie. So come yeah. on now. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, he's a he's a very great director, dude. I was looking at like his I I, I knew he made a lot of movies. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He's made like a lot of movies, dude. He's made a ton of movies. I didn't mm-hmm. even realize how many he made. That's why he's got like the, you know. Because he started making movies in like the 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Because I was like, I wonder what movie this is. Is this like, I was uh, naively like, I don't know a whole ton about Fulci. Oh, yeah. It's like I, 68 I, movies. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. He was making like. His first movie was in 1948. So, yeah. yeah. The 40s even. Yeah. Which is great. Very prolific director. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's got some great ones from Beyond. Or not from Beyond. The, the Beyond. From Beyond was Stuart Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Beyond, Beyond the Black Cat, which yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. City of the Living Dead, like City of the Living Dead's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but this is definitely his most popular. This, are you sure it's not the Beyond? I think this has. You to You think be the this most is more popular? popular? Yeah. It probably is. The Beyond is great. That's one of my favorite '80s mm-hmm. movies. That movie that is was great. Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, part of the Gates of Hell trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, spoilers. Ahoy, hoy. Oh boy, boy. Let's do some frightening facts. <laughs> No, sorry. <laughs> I, was like, I was like weird I didn't even hit it that was bizarre I got, I got genuinely freaked out for a second I was like I didn't hit it <laughs> I was using my brain where are you no oh yeah okay uh the crew is directed by Lucio Fulci as we already said written by Elisa Briganti Briganti uh Dardano Sachetti yep and uh, the cast in credits order verified as complete. Tissa Faro. I'll you say that. Ian McCulloch. It's just what the IMD has at the top. That's when they ha- they got when they once they've got all the actors and it's been verified because IMDb like mm-hmm. people contribute like you know Wikipedia and shit. Ah, Tissa, she's Mia's sister. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, from Rosemary's Baby. Oh. Mia Farrow. Cool. Okay. Ian McCulloch, R- Richard Johnson, Dick Johnson. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Menard, Menard, Dr. Dick Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> Al Cliver, Oretta Gay. <laughs> Did you almost say gay? <laughs> I was like, what'd you call me? Um, You're not gay. The half. Half. You're, you're half. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm bi. Bisexual is half gay. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Actually, I'm like 60, 40, but. Okay. Wait, wait, you have percentages? <laughs> Doesn't everybody? I don't know. I don't know much about. What's bi- yours? Five? Uh, mine is a hundred. Well, <laughs> this is like 95% yeah, straight. Yeah, I got the wrong with that. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. Like, there's stuff I'd probably do. Okay. Not very much at Can't all. Can you tell us on this show? No, I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Do you remember we started an episode on that topic? <laughs> like, what would Chuck do? Yeah. And yeah, we're still waiting it's for pictures. No, it's okay. not. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a lot. Okay. It, it'd be some. Uh, that have to be extenuating circumstances. Okay. <laughs> so how do I set that up? No. <laughs> not with me. Are you trying to hook me up with a dude? No. It, it, would, it would take a lot. Olga. Carla, Carla Toast, I'm mostly straight. How <laughs> did you add that to her name? How did we get on this topic of like reading names? Because her last name's gay. Uh, the rest of the people are all zombies. Oh, Aunt Ugo, Ugo Baloney. Baloney. Uh, and Ramon, Ramon Bravo. Ooh, that's the underwater zombie. Yeah. I love that his name is Ramon. Okay. <laughs> well, bravo to him. Um, all right. Uh, you want to do some facts? Sure, I got facts. You got the, you got those facts? All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Despite being called Zombie 2, the film is not a sequel to anything. When Dawn of the Dead was released under the title Zombie in Italy, the film was retitled Zombie 2 to cash in on the success of the American film. This was done by the studio without director Lucio Fulci's permission or knowledge, and he often told fans this wasn't a sequel and that it is his own film its own film he was relieved to find out the film's actual title zombie was kept in the american release good okay yep it's also it's also known widely like doing searches for this movie and like looking stuff up for this movie uh most places call it zombie flesh eaters yeah i saw in, that in yeah. america now, which is fine anyway. that's cool too that's yeah, fine and then although the title zombie 2 was given by the producers the cash in on zombie aka dawn the dead success scriptwriter dardano sacchetti hmm, sure based his script to zombie 2 on i watched with a zombie 1943 voodoo island 1957 and the walking dead 1936 stating that he wanted to bring the zombie genre back to its caribbean and voodoo roots so there you so go there's three right. examples that was right so beautiful examples there. I was right. Didn't even read the Do you facts. want me to keep going? Sure. Okay. The makeup effects were done by renowned Italian Giannato De Rossi. The makeup for the zombies was caked on in several stages, and Lucio Fulci, the director, constantly referred to the extras as a walking flower pot, <laughs> which is cute. <laughs> and then while shooting on location in New York... Uh, Captain Haggerty, who plays the large bald zombie who attacks the Harbor Patrol at the beginning of the film, walked into CBGB's, you know, like the little bar punk rock venue at the time in full zombie makeup, complete with splattered fake blood and mud caked all over his face and body due to like, you know, pretty much the punk styles in those days and the other bar patrons. He was barely noticed. Even a bartender, even the bartender never looked twice at him. Wow. Which is crazy because like, I don't know, dude, you're still covered in shit. <laughs> yeah. They were like, like who's yeah. this Gigi Allen? Like, come on. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. No. Like, hey, that guy's dressed as a he zombie. He said, no, that's, that's, they didn't even care. I don't know. That sounds made up. Okay. <laughs> and 
uh, the last one I have is since there was no CGI at the time and the production didn't have the budget for fancy animatronics, a real tiger shark was used for the infamous yep. zombie oh, versus shark fight scene. 100% real. Yeah, the tiger shark is one of the most dangerous shark species that exists. So the shark's trainer, Ramon Bravo, who was the zombie, was his trainer, which is cool, uh, fed the shark right before filming as well as doping the shark up with sedatives. Yep. So the shark was not harmed. It was just used it for the shark. It was just, yeah. And the, the zombie it looks was like his trainer. like at one part he's like hurting the shark because he's digging his hands yeah. and like the gills and stuff. I, I, don't, I don't like it. I felt yeah, bad for the I didn't shark. like it either, but I think it was probably fine. He's like, so, you know, he's the the shark's bestie and trainer. So he yeah, knows what he's doing. He knows the limitations. That shark would eat him in a heartbeat. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a uh, shark trainer. Get the fuck well, out of here. Well, he still is, tr- you know. Handler, it's the only maybe. way that they were. Owner, maybe. Lover, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he does give it a little kiss. Yeah. He right. actually he actually puts his mouth in the shark and like like pretends to bite it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's cr- that's, Lovingly. It's so crazy that scene. It's It's, it's a great one. It's, it's a great one. One of the nuttiest scenes in horror. And I'm glad that we have it. Oh yeah, I'm glad it exists. I was looking up to see there's a movie called Burial Ground that I talked about on the show before. Um there's an infamous infamous forsaken cinema conversation about <laughs> zombie cum in that episode. Ew. I don't yes. even remember why I don't it came remember up. That either. Uh, but Burial Grounds really, I don't know if it's great. It's a fun movie. It's really crazy. But I was looking up to see because the makeup in Burial Ground looks a lot like the makeup mm-hmm. in Zombie, but it is not the same. Uh, Dude. No, it's not the same. I thought, well, what was his name? No, Gina, Gino De Rossi? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Gino Special effects by De Rossi or whatever. Gino De Rossi. The same guy. I fucking it is, knew it. Him. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, because we did talk about this. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever seen it? Nope. Dude, you have to watch it. It is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Are we done with the uh, frightening facts? We are. All right. That was... Yeah. That frightening was, facts. Was, oh, I didn't hit the button. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what's to like... Give it to us. Specifically. Give it to us. Um, Give it to us. I, oh, Give it to well, us. Okay, calm down. Give it to my barbara. Give it to my barbara. Oh, man. I got to get out of here. We'll wait. Okay. <laughs> Zombie. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> Please proceed. This is a fun episode. I like this episode. I hate it. I, I hate it. Shut your mouth. Let's be over. <laughs> uh, I like, I really like, oh, we kind of already talked about this. I really liked the coming up out of the ground zombies. Oh, dude, yeah. We get so many zombie movies that like, they're all freshly bitten, like flesh is falling off. Yeah. We, we don't Everyone's get, like kind of pretty still. Yeah. We don't get a whole lot of movies where they're coming up out of the ground. That's correct. Like we get Return of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, we need more movies like that. All modern hot horror, uh, pfft, all modern zombie movies seem to be like you got it's it's like an infection. Yeah, it's like you get bit. The you know the dead aren't rising from the grave, mm-hmm. and I like that aspect in zombie movies. It doesn't get done enough anymore. I agree, one hundred percent. It's like a good excuse to work on your like makeup. Yeah, and they really did a good job. They oh, really yeah. they really look like they've those little flower pots part of the dirt, and they're all decomposed. Mm-hmm. Especially that one that's on all the posters and everything. Oh yeah, it looks yeah. So good. It looks so gnarly. Um, I thought it was funny that I thought the the main reporter dude and the uh, the boat owner's daughter or was it like the doctor's daughter. Yeah, I didn't yeah. write down anybody's names. Uh, how they outwit the cop I know. by pretending to make be on the out, boat. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. That's so standard. Like, oh, they're walking by. Let's make out. Okay, the tr- the tropics. We have the 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 really cool ass um, main theme song, and for uh-huh. the most part, this Absolutely. movie. There, there is a little bit of atmosphere in this movie. There is a feeling of dread throughout the whole movie, like something bad is happening, and like the mu- the music is very much like dark and like horror, mm-hmm. and the whole tone of the movie is 
you know, it's a zombie movie. It's 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 scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have this for the like they get to the tropics, and we have this for the driving music. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm on an island in the sun. Right. This this starts playing. I'm like, what? The, it took me right out of all the atmosphere and all no the, way. the mis- mystery that was brewing, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? But vacation, I, bud. I honestly kind of liked it. Because it was it. really funny. It just made me laugh. I was like, what, what the mm. hell is with this music? You have this really dark, kick-ass score, and then you throw that in there? All right. But I'm here for it. I, I didn't mind. <laughs> it was fun. Whimsy. Um, so uh, the reporter dude and the daughter uh, get to where they're going right after the whole mm-hmm. island music. They, they find a boat, um, and they find the two people that run the boat. Yes. Uh, the owner of the boat introduces his girl. Uh, I forget her name. Titties. Titties. Oh, man. She, uh, I wrote kitties, but I was <laughs> auto-corrected to kitties, but yes. <laughs> nice. Yes, the girl with the nice kitties. <laughs> uh, introduces her. He says, he's like, this is whatever. And then he goes, and you're talking to Brian Hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did his full name often. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine introducing yourself to people like that? Like you're talking to Chuck Warden. Yes. Like you shake someone's hand. If you hand, fucking don't, like in a jo- I'm over like this in friendship. A, in a job interview. Yes. Like you get there and they're like, I'm I am the CEO, I'm this guy, and this I'm is, tits this is And this is my associate, what like whoever, and you're like shaking their hands, you're mm-hmm. like, You're talking to Chuck Warden. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, like, buddy. On a first date. <laughs> I don't want to anymore. <laughs> you're talking to Chuck Warden now, bitch. <laughs> Please do that. He had such a like that's so aggressive. That's such an aggressive... Which is crazy because like, he lasted pretty long, too. Yeah, he lasted... Yeah, he died at the end, right? Yeah. Spoiler! Oh, we're in spoiler territory. Um, Yeah, I guess we are. Spoiler waters. Spoiler waters. We're in, like, international waters. Oh. Play uh, the music. No, it's good. do 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 Anyway. <laughs> um, we already talked about the zombie versus shark scene and how in- uh, insane it is. Yes. It, so memorable. It also has really nothing to do with the movie uh, who like, cares why is this why is this here one oh, no, so we can see her lady bits I'm and then two so glad so we can see a shark there. fight a zombie beautiful so great yes absolutely um uh the chick getting her eye pulled under that oh, shard of glass man, that's such like or was a it wood it was wood it's wood yeah, yeah. but it's like such like an iconic scene yeah for this dude movie. it's brutal it's yeah. it looks very realistic. I love it because it's going slow too. Yeah, like it's going so slow and she's like trying to pull back. And you just, you know it's going to happen. You know they're going to yeah. go for it. Ooh. Yeah. There's a, I shouldn't even talk about it because I don't remember the name of it. There's a, there is a movie that came out five, six, seven years ago. Um, You're saying numbers now? Eight, nine, ten. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, ago. twelve, thirteen, fourteen, yeah. fifteen years ago. Twelve. <laughs> twelve. Uh, it was like a throwback 80s movie. They were mm-hmm. doing like 80s slashers. Cool. And uh, there's a scene. Why am I even talking about this? I don't remember. Well, you have anything. to finish it now. What happened? Um, what's his name? Patrick. What's his name from uh, Terminator 2? Mm-hmm. He's a bad guy. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. Though. Yeah. yeah it's, it was just so like, what happens in the scene? Well, the the um, the bad guy, it's, it's, a, it's a slasher. It's mm-hmm. like a throwback to 80s slashers and it's big big serial killer dude uh takes this girl's head Ooh. and i think it's a girl see i don't even remember i don't even know why i'm talking about this it's something We're like already there it's something like don't go into the woods at night or oh, something oh that came out a couple years ago i didn't watch that though it was really good i liked it a lot um some really gruesome parts in it but yeah he, he like he like pushes her head her eye onto a piece of glass or maybe it was the the one dude i don't remember that movie's great but uh 
if you can figure out what it's called. Don't go <laughs> like, in the woods. Don't go. No, that's not it. That's another movie. Yeah, I was like, that one's not good. Anyway, <laughs> that scene is awesome. Loved it. Uh, oh, I already kind of said. Oh, there's that scene where like they're playing the theme music and like if we're getting towards the third act and all of the zombies start like rising out of the ground and like mm-hmm. pulling themselves out of the ground. Thought that was awesome. There's a there's a specific shot where one of them's like pulling up. Oh and then, yeah. And then they have them like shambling through like the the center of the town and they're playing the music. I just thought that was so cool and so mm-hmm. well done and so well shot. I Absolutely. love it. I think it's great. Um, a lot of cool imagery with the music and everything and the whole atmosphere. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Wonderful. Oh, one of the most gruesome scenes in this movie is when they find um, the doctor's wife. Mm-hmm. And she's like basically half eaten. Yeah. And there's all like those zombies in there. It, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they're eating her guts. There's all these noises. Her leg, yeah. Squishy noises. And her oh, leg is off. And her it. hands off. Her face is all fucked up. The makeup for that scene mm-hmm. is perfect. And there is so much blood. It is very gruesome. And yeah, that's probably one of the best visuals in the movie is when they get there. Because they're like, oh my God. Yeah, it's almost mm-hmm. nauseating. Uh, but this part is the one that made I I, I almost L- Lucio is a fucking like there's a reason he's nicknamed what the grandfather gore mm-hmm. like he, yeah he not as bad as David Cronenberg but there's some stuff in in Fulci's movies that make me gag yeah um and this is one of them Lucas you know the doctor the native that's helping the doctor he's like his guide and mm-hmm. like he helps him out and stuff yeah oh man he gets his arm bit uh-huh. but the nurse the the that lady zombie ladies uh, she takes about? a huge bite out oh, of his arm yeah. and like she pulls it away and you can see it in her mouth and she's like chomping on it and there's blood oh mm-hmm. that made me gag i was like oh loved it that was great great effects absolutely and then finally um i really 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 like the very ending of this movie i think it's one of the best endings in a zombie movie mm-hmm. where they're on the boat and they're trying to get home and they get the radio transmission. Oh man, that, I love that, that. New York has fallen. Yeah, and the and, guy's like, they're in. And yeah. they start screaming. Yeah, and they're in here. And then the, it shows the zombies like yeah. shambling across to the bridge to New York. Oh, so good. Mm. Love this movie so much. I think it's really, really great. That's it. All right. I'll add some things, but I really agree with almost everything you said pretty much. So, uh, okay. I do like the opening scene. You know, we're already getting some goods. You got the doctor doing his shit. Uh, obviously the score is so much fun. Not even just that Island (laughs) music, the opening credits. Like I literally wrote, like I was bumping to that. Yeah. It's so good. That was so good. There are some, uh, remakes of that song. Mm -hmm. Some like more contemporary takes on it that are pretty good. Like there's a couple metal bands that did it. Oh yeah. 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 There's plenty of metal bands that get like so much inspiration from these. Um, yeah. horrors which i love uh the dramatic womp womp noises before something scary happens like you still like i start noticing yeah, it more yeah, yeah. i like love that the blood the gore the makeup effects obviously the zombies are gross they're all caked up and disgusting oh, they look so good in this i know movie. i love it <laughs> yeah. um some kitties i mean titties but um also my only complaint is it would be prudent to wear more sunscreen she's already got a bad burn i'm just saying you're probably not she's comfortable burned? yes i didn't notice i noticed and i was like whoa lady i was more focused you gotta put when i wasn't some screenies on the shoulders some screenies <laughs> you gotta put some screenies on those kitties the guy was like a little burnt too like I noticed, whatever full name guy was i noticed brian hall 
Paul was. There was he was. <laughs> yes. So the only thing with her, um, with Brian Hall's girl, the only thing when I wasn't distracted by her kitties, <laughs> I was distracted by her terrible perm. Ugh. Her hair was awful. It was just. It, it was so almost bad. the eighties. She, she was ready for bad eighties hair. Yeah, yeah, she was gorgeous though. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I thought very, everyone was moderately attractive, even Brian Hall, but. Um, with the main dude is, I'll, we'll talk about. He's the a little main old, dude. but I'll, I'll talk about it. Not my problem. Whatever. N- not my. I mean, problem. the zombies were super hot. Whatever. The zombies were. Yeah, hot? especially that first one. Ew. No, it was <laughs> gross. That guy was huge. Uh, exactly. Not that there's anything wrong with big people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. <laughs> no. Big fat uh, guy. <laughs> so obviously, zombie shark fight. Who doesn't fucking love it? You don't like. You don't think you need it until you see it. And it's like, wow, I was missing something in my life. And that was it. I think it's funny that we, which, which of course, like we've brought up the zombie shark fight like five times because it's like, it's such a, you just don't forget it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. If we haven't said it enough by now, that scene is fucking nuts. It just goes down in history. You're never going to forget it. Yeah. No one's ever going to come close to doing something that insane. I mean, maybe, but you know. We'll just say you you just got the idea from at, there. At least in a zombie movie. Like, yeah. you're not going to do anything crazier than a zombie fighting a shark. <laughs> so then there's that shot of, like, uh, the wife is showering, and there's a shot of the zombie hand in focus on the window, and yeah, then the girl cool. showering in the back out of focus. I thought uh, that was a great shot. Uh, there's some some good shots like that. Uh, this is a, a fun one. I love all the animals just hanging out on that island. I saw a donkey, a yep. sheep, uh-huh. a dog, a crab run across the little <laughs> yeah, thingy, I the crab, yeah. and some bunnies. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them died that I saw. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially that I loved the little crab going Yeah, across. this was the 70s. I'm surprised they didn't yeah, kill any animals Yeah, because you know he's like, yeah. Yeah, Lucio Oof. Fulci's got no problem killing animals. I don't, yeah. Nobody well, I know Argento then. doesn't, so. No, Argento doesn't. <laughs> Anyways, uh, obviously the insane eyeball wood scene, brilliant. Who doesn't, you know, yeah, think of that one? That scene's awesome. Uh, the slow coming out of the grave zombie scenes, like you said. Yeah. And then when he bites that lady and it's got that slow motion blood gushing from her neck. Oh, it's like gross. such a magical moment. Brian Hall's girl? I forget yes, her, I forget yes. her name. Should stop being sexist and like learn her name and not just call is her that, Brian well, Hall's girl. Well, that's because he says his full name and he I only says her first yeah, name. So, uh, uh, Susan. Susan. Yeah, Susan. Susan. <laughs> so I thought that scene was magical. <laughs> um, magical. I thought there was a little downtime it, but around is, the standoff with the pack of zombies, but I love that. It's funny that we describe like. Like the scene, Glory, murder, the, death. the scene where like her throat gets ripped out and she's like the blood is like coming Gushing. out. It's magical. Yes. Like, what's the f- that's that's just you know how you talk that's about things magical. here. Magical. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought uh, it was funny. I did think there was a little bit of downtime during the standoff with the pack of zombies, but I really enjoyed it. I liked oh, I th- that. I thought it was intense. I thought yeah, it was. There very was like a little couple moments and... waiting for something to happen, and I'm like, let's do it. Let's fight. I guess. But no, it was great. There's no complaints there. And then, of course, like you said, that ending broadcast where the guys talk about the zombies yeah. getting in and yeah, New York yeah. being... I loved it. It was a great way to end it because it's like technically it's not a happy ending. No. Like at all. It's a very bleak ending. And I don't know where the fuck they're going to go now, but... I wish you would have made a sequel. Yeah. Zombie 3. Zombie 3. What? <laughs> right. Anyway, so that's it for what I liked. That, uh, made, that comment would have made Fulci angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's dead. <laughs> Rest in peace, chief chief <laughs> <laughs> what right. didn't you like um so let's talk about the main character reporter dude's hair game mm, it's upsetting the 70s man it's upsetting his hair is all long and like well taken care of mm-hmm. and like he's got them luscious locks and then just like bald cat yes <laughs> it looks so ridiculous 
I don't know if they let it go because like it was an Italian thing and they didn't care, or if it was a seventy. I'm sure, yeah, that was thing it. They yeah. didn't care, but who let that fly? Like, give him a toupee or right. something. Spray it in that, a little sp- bit. You got all this makeup. Or shave it off. Okay. What the fuck are you doing, dude? It looked so bad. I laughed. And they showed a lot. They didn't give a shit. Yeah. It's it's there, like, the whole movie. And every time it's there, I laughed. I was like, what, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Fix yeah, it. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I got a nitpick. Uh, the zombie in the beginning, when they find the boat, bites the one cop on the neck. Um, he just bites him. Cop goes down. Ow, my neck. Yeah, and he's dead. And then the zombie gets back up and like walks onto the main deck. Wouldn't the zombie have like stayed there and eaten him? I would say yes. Why did he get up and like walk to the other cop? Like, I don't. That doesn't make any sense. He wanted to try both appetizers. (laughs) That was just the idea. He wanted the main course. (laughs) Um, when the doctor, (laughs) I put this as what I didn't like, but like it made me laugh and was I was like, holy shit. So when the doctor and his wife are arguing mm-hmm. and she's like falling apart and she's oh, drunk yeah, she's and she's drunk, pissed, yeah. with, which is completely reasonable. Like, yo, there's zombies on this island. Like, yeah. get the fuck off the island Not, like, or get your wife off at least. Like, if you got to stay in research, at least take care of her. He's like completely neglecting her. Mm-hmm. She had every right to do what she did. But you she's, mean die? <laughs> but she's like screaming at him and he's like, everyone's going to think you're a fraud and like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he slaps her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn. It was so loud and so overdone. Like she should have been on the ground after that slap. Yeah. He like winds up and slaps the shit out what of her. What did the five figures say to the face? <laughs> slap. Slap, bitch. <laughs> damn. He hit her really hard. Yeah, but then yeah. she just comes right back. It's like. What? Well, you, she was strong. Yeah. She just fucking took it. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Remember that? T- <laughs> just reminded me of something. Did we ever tell you about the time when you guys had like, you guys had like girls night? Oh my God. And yes. <laughs> and I got really drunk. We, well, <laughs> me, me and uh, the, the, the old band, the, band, the old the band. Time, yeah. we were all in Mike's basement getting, tra- and I got trashed. Oh yes. I remember this. And I, I wanted Mike, not, not your Mike, the other Myers, Mike yeah. to slap me in the face. It's uh-huh. good. Cause it was like, I could take pain, especially when I'm drunk. And they had to get like Mike and the other person like uh-huh. held my arms Jay, back yeah. so that I didn't like swing at Mike because yeah. I was super drunk. And he slapped the shit out yes. of me. I remember coming home and hearing <laughs> this and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> I, I think Amanda probably had the coastline or some yeah. shit. No, you were, it was you, Amanda, and like somebody Jess, else. Jess, probably. Jess. And um, yeah. what's the other girl's name that Amanda used to hang out with that like ghosted her? Caitlin. On her wedding. Caitlin. On, uh, during our wedding, yeah. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> um yeah but yeah just remember, you were but, slapped that's what it felt like right that's yeah you remember he that? hit me hard too man good thing he was not a very big guy <laughs> um, yeah i mean that's what i heard and the only other thing that i had not to like and this is again again these not to likes are like whatever. yeah we they gotta pick something that hurt the movie yeah. at all it's just silly um except this one did upset me a little bit uh susan gets her throat the, the magical part susan. where susan gets her throat <laughs> bitten out basically yes um very magical by the uh wormy eye socket Boner, zombie. bonerific yeah. w- wormy eye socket zombie mm, yum. Worm, wor- how did i say that's so weird wormy eye socket zombie yeah um she dies and she goes down and she's dead mm-hmm. and brian hall's like upset of course that's girl. My, girl. my girl and reporter dude and the daughter are yeah. both like come on we got to get out of here and and, and he's like no 
and he's like all upset and they're like he's like have you seen them kitties they're like dude she's dead let's yeah. go like give the guy a minute i know give but like you are kind of in a predicament there but they didn't say anything that was like encouraging or reassuring yeah now they now buddy they weren't like like we'll honor her memory later but right now we have to go yeah they're like dude she's dead Let's go. It doesn't <laughs> matter anymore. Like, come on. How insensitive. There's other kitties in the sea. Yeah, right? They're like, they're, they want him to immediately be over it. Yes, which is not how it works. Yeah, yeah. They're, not, they're not asking him to like, we'll, 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 we'll you know, whatever later or, or something. Like something more mm-hmm. reassuring than like, dude, she's dead. Let's go. Like, get up. We have to go. She's dead. Forget about it. Yeah. Like, what? Rude. Terrible people terrible hair and a terrible person uh, anyway that's all i got okay i'll add like some small things because like i'm nitpicking here uh you have that medical examiner guy who's like a bit of a dick to his like assistant he's like better take care <laughs> yeah. take better care of your instruments james is that a little is that a little spot of racism i don't know but he was rude as fuck yeah he seemed like he was just picking assist- on him his assistant was black yeah he was, being, like, hella, he was just picking on him mean for no him. reason like make sure make take care take better care of your i tools. didn't think that that added to the story but no, i was nothing. also just like this is really rude i think they were trying to pass it off as funny yeah like it was supposed to be this moment of it like didn't make me laugh Sorry. comic relief no yeah. it was just bizarre yeah it's like what is this doing here so there's that and then uh, obviously I, like we said there's a little bit of downtime backstory filler after the first zombie to the backstory second zombie filler. which is fine and then also the last thing is when um, Kitties is in the water I'm just calling her Kitties, Kitties. <laughs> um, and she says oh there's a shark down here I'm going back down because you know whatever and he's shooting at the shark while she's down there <laughs> yeah, that yeah, seems yeah, pretty yeah, fucking yeah. like it follows. Like yeah. that's a little dangerous, like, can you buddy. Stop doing that. Oh man, it follows. That was I was so annoying. Like that's the thing. He here, shot the yeah. girl and no one gave yeah. a shit. But when he's shooting in the water and yeah. the girls in there, and you're yeah. just like, oh, not, this seems like a bad idea. So they do that here too. Obviously, she doesn't get hit, but yeah. like, dude, yeah. that, think about it. You know, and that's that's it for me. Think about it. Think 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 about it. Think about it. Remember that song? What song? That Limp Biscuit song. Uh, we're not Think talking about, about it. We're not talking about Limp Biscuit on there. Okay. I don't know who this Mr. Biscuit is. Okay. <laughs> but he should see a doctor. You never listened to Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit. I love Limp Biscuit <laughs> growing up in high school. I saw them play at the Family Value store. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, yeah. you were cool and got to go to stuff like that. Oh, yeah. We went every too. year. I did go to Warped Tour. Damn it. Yeah. I didn't go to I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't allowed to go to like anything. Oh, my parents were really into music. So they liked that we were really into music. So. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> creepy questions. You got any? I do. Okay, go on. Um, If a loved one turned. Yeah, I only have one. That's you know, Michael. <laughs> Okay, what if Meatball turned? Don't say that. What Dogs if, are ex- the exact... Ex- what no, if Meatball... No. What if Meatball got turned into a zombie? Would you be able to, like, pull uh, the trigger? I'm gonna have to, right? Yeah, but... Oh, you? my God. I would cry <laughs> so fucking much. Don't even say that. I saw, like, <laughs> what, that movie saw with Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw Horrible. Oh, my God. That was the worst part of the movie. Oh, there's no. a... That's no. Funny, that's funny you say that. There, There's a... Uh, I Am Legend. That's the movie. Oh, yeah. I am, there's a sequel to I Am Legend in oh, the works. Oh, yeah. 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 With I think Michael B. Jordan might be in it. Yeah, Will Michael Smith. Michael Bay Jordan. I read this little thing with Will Smith. Will Smith was like... Uh, this was one of those movies that, like, I wasn't going to go back and do. Yeah. But, and, you know, people have come up with ideas over the years to do a sequel, and he turned them all down. Down. There better not be no dogs. But he finally heard an idea that he mm-hmm. really, really liked. So that might be happening. That's cool. Well, we'll watch it. But like I said, that the dog scene. The dog scene. Oh, um, I would have no choice. Yes, but I would 
ugly cry <laughs> so much and then i would probably contemplate like killing yourself yes i really would yeah i was thinking about this too i was thinking about this this morning and i was like would you be able to do it because like you got kids what if it was like your daughter i would do if it was amanda i would cry a lot and I would do everything that I could to not have to do it, but I'd have to. But then think you don't have to edit her microphone talking anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> she won't be on my. She won't be on ruining my podcast anymore. Just kidding. No, she didn't ruin. the I podcast. know she was a lot of fun. Yeah, she was great. She just. But needs- like, what if like Molly and she's running around like a little zombie See, asshole biting yeah. at her ankles? I, I don't think I'd be able to do it. What would you do? You put her in a room? I think I. I, This is like the governor. Really depressing thing to think about. I think I'd kill myself. Hmm. I think I would. I think I would shoot myself before. You'd let her eat you, though. I'm dead. I don't care. Okay. I wouldn't be able to handle. I wouldn't be able to handle her being a zombie, and I wouldn't be able to handle putting her down. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't. If it was Amanda, I could move on. Oh. No, 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 I, I hear don't, what you're I don't saying. mean that in a callous but I would be yeah. a wreck for years. Yeah. Because if it was Mike, I'd do it and then I'd find Steve Buscemi. Yeah, but but like Amanda's not my child. It's different. Like yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm here to take care of her, but we take care of each other and like she's not completely dependent on me. I hear you. I got this little girl that like yeah. you know I'm just uh, imagining her like a zombie with her cute little unicorn headband on. Oh, God, stop. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Why did I even bring this up? This is horrible. <laughs> I'm getting upset. Oh, stop. <laughs> it's not real. It's just the same as Meeple. It's the same feelings. Except my dog is pretty. <laughs> no, You don't think my little girl is pretty? I think she's adorable. How dare you? My little girl is adorable. I think she's adorable, adorable but... <laughs> she's a... <laughs> she's a human kid yes so, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst you know how i feel no you're she's like, great Ow. she's adorable yeah she is um but anyway let's end this for a human let's end this horrible conversation that i brought up uh freaky favorites let's do it how can we do it on that one do what do the frick, frick, like, i never did it fake me out what are you talking about you didn't fake me that out. that wasn't me oh that wasn't you just now that was the machine that was the machine. <laughs> okay, your favorite kill. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with like you know that legendary wood in the eyeball scene, and then the zombies eating the the wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've pretty much talked about all the kills. Obviously. Um. What's yours? The magic one? No, probably Lucas. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned it. I should have saved it for favorite yeah. kill, but him getting his arm bit. Ugh. That was a great little spot mm-hmm. of of effect, and then it was really like. No, really I felt bad. I liked him a lot. Got to me. Um. Your favorite character? Underwater zombie. Underwater zombie. Hell yeah. Uh, mine is, you're talking to Brian Hull. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was great. He was, and he like stuck, he was able to like stick around for the longest time too. Yep. Like I thought he was going to la- like outlast everybody. But yeah, I liked him. He was mm. very, very uh, serious person. Yes. And your favorite quote? There's not a lot to choose from. So I went, the boat can leave now. Tell the crew. <laughs> okay. Because he said it like three times. Yeah. Um, mine is Susan. Susan. Brian, uh, AKA Brian Hall's girl. <laughs> over, like completely overreacting. And, kitties, and gotcha. Overacting. Yes, kitties. Mm-hmm. Uh, over, overacting when they hear the voodoo drums. Yeah. It's so silly. She's like, I hate it. Damn you bastards. <laughs> and then, oh, and then Brian Hall goes, or one of them says, I didn't write down who, one of them goes, they're laying a little voodoo on us. Yes. <laughs> what? Okay. They're laying a little voodoo on us. Maybe that's my favorite quote. I like it. All right. Is that it? That's it. You just closed your computer again. I did, so don't close yours. You just closed your computer for the 86th time. Magic. This is episode 86. Wow. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this March of the Zombies episode. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on the internet. Is it? Is it still called the internet? The interwebs. No. no? I think it's still called the, the World Wide Web. The World Wide Web. <laughs> yes, you can find us on the World Wide Web. <laughs> social media, mostly on Instagram, almost exclusively on Instagram <laughs> at this point. That's all right. Um, well, at, where's that? At yeah. Forsaken Cinema. You can email us, uh, Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can find us at our website at Forsaken Cinema. It's just ForsakenCinema.com. Yeah, just ForsakenCinema.com. You totally forget. You made it. Yeah, I know. I'm stupid. But you could do all those things there. Listen to episodes and, like, send us, uh, you know, some notes. Yeah, you can, um, yeah, hit us up if you have suggestions for movies, suggestions mm-hmm. for segments. Let us know what you think of the show. Yada, yada, yada. You can buy some merch on our oh, Public. Oh, yeah. Sookie, sookie. So, um, and wherever you're listening, we are located. Located? We are streaming. You can find us on any podcast streaming service, all platforms. And wherever you're listening, you should rate, review, subscribe, share, follow, blah, 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 all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that it? That's it, buddy. That's it. I did it. You did. Yay. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.